to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 8, Episode 21. Dear 21, in the, <laughs> in the house, Chris. Now, where do you like to start today? Well, Dave, I'm going to save my favourite bit of the episode. So we've got this Tasha, Andrew... Charlie potential trilogy because I've got some lovely words to be said after that day. So <laughs> we start off with this with Tasha and she's getting upset. She pulls Dammy and Luca and then we get the tears. Now, for me, I think she's completely in the wrong and the, she's not in the wrong of the context of the show. She can, she can go after whoever she wants. If she's not after Andrew, Fucking fair fucks to you. But every time we've talked about it, exhausted it, she looks for someone better. And then when it doesn't work out for her, she comes back. She had a face like a pan of piss when Charlie didn't pick her, picked Ekinsu the other night. She's now pissed off that he hasn't picked her. She doesn't really want Andrew. Instead of just saying to him, we're off, off. She's got to stay with him because she could be potentially kicking herself off the show. So I, I found it all ridiculous what she was going on about tonight and then tears and everything. So I, I can't back her up at all, Dave, on any of this. I think she was in the wrong and she dealt with it completely wrong. I, I'm trying really hard to mentally challenge myself because in my gut, she's really pissing me off. She's doing my head in, but I keep remembering how young she is. And I do think it's a maturity thing, but what I don't like is how she's making everything just about her. And, you know, the lads are giving Andrew a pep talk. It's like, look, just give her a space, like steer clear of her, you know, do your own thing today. And then he fucking wanders over. You're right, you're right. She basically tells him to fuck off. (laughs) And then he's like, right, right. Okay. And then gives her a little kiss on the head. I'm like, Andrew, for fuck's sake. (laughs) You know, I, I don't see in this scenario what Andrew's done wrong and why she's desperate like to make him feel like he's the problem. So I, 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 that's what's really hitting a nerve for me is, is how I don't think she's doing it on purpose, but her actions are making him feel like he's the problem. And I don't think that, um, the the other thing I don't like is, is how she makes everything extreme and exaggerated. So, when she's talking to Luca and Dami, it's like, oh, you're just saying I don't give a shit about Andrew. No one's saying that. No one's saying that. Everyone's saying, though, that you're giving off Andrew the signals that you're all in, and then you, you've got Google eyes for anyone new who shows you attention. That, that's, that's the disconnect there. No one's saying that you just don't give a shit, but she has to make it extreme to try and make her argument seem to have more weight. So, yeah, it, it dominated that early part of the episode, didn't it? And I, I did find it really frustrating. And, and like I say, I just wish Andrew would actually take a step back. And if she really decides that he's the one, then, you know, she'll, she'll decide that. But she was trying to say, you know, or, you know, on the outside, you know, she's basically saying she self-sabotages. Yes. But, I can't. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know if I fully buy it. For me, she wasn't self-sabotaging. She just got called out because she was 
she was keeping her options open a bit too much in the from the perspective of the the other people in the villa so uh, it, it's a tough one i andrew will hear that and he'll go all oh, right, I totally get that. You self-sabotage, so oh, that explains everything. Right, I'm fully back in now. But I don't I don't think that is the problem. I think she she's not all in. Um she doesn't quite know what's missing, but something is. And so yeah, I, I still I don't see any future with them. She'll probably ride this out for a bit longer while on the side, sneakily, you know, having this this chat. You know, Chugs's dad was basically saying to uh, keep it on the down low, wasn't he? These kind of conversations <laughs> and everything. So, <laughs> so, you know, I I just think, yeah, I found that whole first bit very frustrating but you know i was i was all in chris to be honest yeah you know what dave i'm with you andrew telling the lads give me distance i'm gonna leave her be today i'm just gonna let her do a thing if she wants to speak to me and like you say two minutes later you're right do you want to chat and then lucas lucas said then he goes i thought he just said he wasn't gonna fucking mind yeah. you know it's like <laughs> i think that because what it does for me is it lets tasha know that andrew will just come running all the time and instead of him having a bit of something yeah. about himself and having a bit of bollocks and sort of going, you do your thing. I mean, if, if you need me, you know my stance. I want to be in the relationship. But it makes it easy for Tasha then to justify what she's doing. And like I say, she's got, I've got no problem with her exploring other relationships. But then don't start saying you're all in on this guy when it all falls apart or when it comes to the recoupling, Dave. She's done quite well. She's a bit of a silent assassin. But I'll be honest, Dave, I don't give a fuck about them as a couple. I think they're one of the shittiest couples in the in the villa, to be honest. But it was it dominated, like you said, that first 20 minutes. I was like, Oh, fucking hell, we need to go through all this shit. Cassara Moore, her head will completely turn, 100%. Andrews might do the same, Dave. You might think, fuck it, what am I bothering? He might do that because no other girl's shown any interest in him. So Tasha's the only one, really, by sort of by proxy, they ended up together. And that's why he's sticking with her, I think. I mean, Ekin Sue showed him a bit of attention, didn't she? Mm. Yeah, I mean, she bit, showed everyone attention, yeah, but, you know, he, he was included, you know, so he could have explored that a bit more. So, yeah, it's not like he's not had no options. That's a great bit of English, that. Um, but, yeah, Tasha's definitely had more options, but she hasn't been on a date where she hasn't, like, really enjoyed it if you know what i mean you know just been like andrew who yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. so i don't know I, I i don't really care about him either and i think it's because we're not invested we don't we don't think we do think there is something missing there or else you know she wouldn't be uh you know keeping her options quite so open and it is such a fine line isn't it you know it's it's no good when you go in and then you know they they're completely closed off and don't want to talk to anyone else and and then it all falls falls apart but yeah it's just it's just a funny one but i think i am enjoying that drama i i can't say i don't care about them at all i am interested in in where this goes well david 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 so you know today I saw the first look come up and, you know, I believe you said there is a 1% chance of Davide and Ekinsu getting back together, as did a lot of people calling out the reality radar, Dave. What do we see? 
them sat together, them having a little chat about the possibility of being back together. I thought, I cannot wait for this. I'm thinking, I'm going to get all my spoons out tonight because everyone's going to be eating humble pie. Dave, I'm telling you, it's happening, my friend, whether you like it or not. Terence on Twitter said this could be <laughs> the greatest reality radar prediction. We've had people all over Discord, Facebook, you know, like saying, Chris, you, you, you could actually be correct on this one. And Dave, I'm sorry, I'm waiting for the apology. Now, now, give it me. I'm fine. I'm sat here smugly. I'm ready for you to accept that you may have been wrong, my friend. So go on, I'll, I'll give you the platform. You know what, Chris? My favourite date on this whole program uh, has been India and Dammy. Uh, so, <laughs> oh God! Oh, oh, oh. So I thought the date went really, really well. <laughs> so they both described it as their best date ever. So yeah, brilliant. Loved it. No. <laughs> you know what? When that first look came up, I bet you were fumbling your fucking phone to try and type as yes. quick as possible. I am, um, Chris, if I had the opportunity to adjust my 1% estimate, I'm not taking it. I, I still, <laughs> Ekinsu, right? She's in the, in the diary room and she's like, oh yeah, there is a bit of chemistry there. Fucking where Davide is lying back. He's not having anything. She's broken his trust. I, I don't think he's having anything, but, you know, Ekinsu is playing up to the cameras 100%. And uh, Amber, I don't know if you had a chance to watch After Sun After, you know, I think Amber was asked who's playing a game in there. She was like, Ekinsu, she came in, she seemed to be authentic, and then, you know, she seems to not be. So I, I, for me, there's still nothing there. There's not 0%, but yeah, I'm sticking by my 1%. But I have noticed, like, there is a few, there's there's camps developing now. There are, uh, there's more than one supporter now, I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Thing was, you're right. I was fucking buzzing. I was running around my living room going, Yes, <laughs> fucking and Joe Russell. I went on the Twitter tonight and I sent a message. I put Joe saying, Hello there, you know, little Grogu going, Hello there, you know, with hashtag the reality radar is always right. Um, because even says though, Dave, to Charlie, I could have her whenever I want. She'd said the same as well. I think she'd send it to Jay or whoever she could have him. So there's still someone there, Dave. I think with her, he rejected her. I don't think she's been rejected a lot in her life. You know, she's a good looking girl and that. I think it's more the chase for her thing. Hang on a minute. What's going on? Plus Charlie's dull as fucking dishwater. I mean, I don't, I can't even Tasha word it. She doesn't think so. No, Tasha doesn't. <laughs> no, but, but I can't word it correctly. But he, due to the way he's got his body, and the body he's got, which is phenomenal, it's done him no favours, Dave, on his face, if that makes sense. And I'm saying this for someone who's just been called, going from Patrick Swayze to fucking Gordon Ramsay recently, someone's called me. So <laughs> I don't think I told that story on here, did I? But um, anyway, did. did I say it on did. here? I thought it was on the VHS. But uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Matt, I can't oh, say is it. I'm having the know. VHS, I but... I thought yeah. it was here, yeah, anyway, let's not talk about that, Dave. So, um, but, I don't know. I think he looks good for a four-year-old. <laughs> he looks better than me and you. Yeah, it does. Body's phenomenal, but he just looks really old. Yeah. I think he looks out of place, and that's horrible to say that because no, nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? I can't say anything about that, but it just, he just, he, he looks very, I don't think he's a good-looking guy, if that makes sense, and that's that's 
fucking terrible to say about someone. But I just don't think if I looked at him, I think oh, he's not good looking. You look at Davide or like Jay's not a bad looking lad. Luca, the, some of the lads are good looking. Dammy's a good looking guy. You know what I mean? So you've, you've, you've got these guys, you can see like they are good looking people. Um, and with the girls, you can say, but with him, I just don't think he is. I think he just looks completely different to what they, they are in Love Island, which isn't a bad thing. And he might have a great personality, but everything he said so far to me, he's just, he's just boring as fuck, if I'm being honest, Dave. I just don't, I don't see what they all like. He is boring. I, I do think, I think that's fair. I do think he is a, a, a good looking bloke. I just, I agree. I think he, he looked older. Um, I think it's those extra vitamins, like you say, that he's been taking that, that possibly give him that older look. But uh, yeah, I don't see that he's got any chat whatsoever. So, yeah, let's, let's see where it goes. I, I, I just think for Davide, the door is closed. Now, 1% I'll give you is basically if there's no one getting kicked out on the recoupling and Ekinsu's the last one or Davide's the last one and they have to pick, then they could end up in this kind of couple. But they're not going to end up like a romantic couple, I'm convinced. And if it is, it's like that kid in uh, when you're playing basketball who just chucks it from the back of the court <laughs> <laughs> and then the one in a million shot just fucking lands right in the basket. <laughs> we'll see, Dave. We will see. As long as they get back together, I am claiming that as a victory. Whatever happens, that is a victory. <laughs> oh, it, would, it would be. I still just think it, it, what you saw tonight I don't know why you would think, oh, they're definitely back on. Because I, I just I just don't <laughs> think Davide's into it. And I think Ekinsu's deluded. You know, that conversation, how can you look at that and think, oh, Davide's, you know, he's softened his position a bit. I didn't see any of that. The only person who thinks that, well, two Me. people, Ekinsu <laughs> and you. <laughs> I have to believe, Dave. I have to believe. But I'm going to say now, and a lot of people have said this, we talked about this. I do think this, the, the start of the show is not solidified some of the couples at all. But my prediction and my favourites to win, and I want them to win, Dave, at this point, is Dami and India. I think they're the only one. I know we got that little thing at the end with Jackson Page, but and I want to talk about that, actually, but but I do think Dami and India are my favourites now. I want them to win, Dave. I think they've got a genuine connection. The date was nice. Um, yeah, I don't know what you think on that, but the Jackson Page thing I want to talk about briefly as well. Yeah, definitely. I, I haven't looked at any odds or anything, but and, uh, I was going to say Andia, uh, Dami <laughs> and India. <laughs> yeah, brilliant date. Um, you know, they, they're clearly into each other and they both went off, didn't they? You know, India speaks to the girls, Dami speaks to the boys. They're, they're both sort of like, you know, one of the best dates I've ever been on. And, you know, I, I don't think my head will be turned now. I think the way they've developed um has really come through and i don't think look that first coupling in episode one usually it's all just physical appearance isn't it that's yeah. all it is so it, it's not necessarily the case where they would have picked each other at the start and you know might be a little bit further along now i, I kind of like the fact that you know this thing happened organically and it seems to work again you know going to after sun i, I think Amber's not as happy about that. <laughs> She's like, they could have waited till, uh, you know, our water bottles were out kind of thing. 
But uh, yeah, I think th- these two are head and shoulders above any other couple right now, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree, Dave. And now, Dave, I want to talk about something. We got, um, I got called out on Twitter about our approach. You know, this the incident where I've spilt the tea on Jack's dinner and Remy and um, Afia had mentioned about oh, yeah, yeah. the situation with Jack's and said like, you know, it, it, it's, basically they were accusing me of being a bit of a bully and everything. And I got called out basically saying, well, you didn't go after him, which is a bit weird. But as I said on the show, I don't mind calling myself, however, but on the show, we ha- we've only got their side of the story. Not saying they're not wrong because two people have said this now. It's not just one person. If you have a beef with someone, you're always going to go after them. So there, there could genuinely be a proper beef there. And if Jax has done all that, he's a cock. Do you know what I mean, David? All we've seen on the edited show, he's been okay. And he's been fine. He's been one-liners. We've said, I've said he's funny, everything. So I'm standing by what I said, but also I can completely understand why someone would say that. But I just don't think at this present time, unless they edit this in and we start seeing this, Jack, that people are saying that he's a bit of a control freak, bit of a bully, he's always going at people and all that, then I will happily say that he's a dickhead and everything else. But at this moment, we have no proof other than what they've said. So until we get his side of the story or we get the footage, what can we do? We can't. I can't. I don't understand where we can swing on that. Look, we see it all the time in Love Island, don't we? Where we see a conversation and then two people go off in different directions and describe it and use different words <laughs> to describe yeah. the same event to spin it in their own way. So, you know, I, I think remaining on the fence is all we could do at this point. Surely, I, I, um, until they both come out, or or there's some kind of footage that is unseen or what have you, I I, I don't know. I, I don't think we can call it right now. But um, no, I thought we were quite. What I thought we think to. Sorry, go on. No, sorry. I, I thought we called it right. I've, I, they were basically saying if it had been the other way around, we'd have gone at him. But I don't think we would have done. I just think we, we don't know, do we? No. Other than so, until we know, we know, and then then we will go at him. Then no problem. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. What do you reckon to Jax's whole kind of pouring his heart out, you know, late at night? Did did you buy that? No. I thought that was a play for the cameras, Dave. I did. I don't believe that for a minute. I've not felt like this about anybody else and all that. I don't buy any of that shit, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I, I just, I think in that moment, I was, I was bought in. I thought, oh, I'd let him stuff down but then i thought oh christ it is a little bit cliche and stuff and i wonder what Gemma thinks about this by the way but um yeah i, I don't know i just i feel like it, it was a bit playing up to the cameras but also playing up to page as well like excusing his standoffish behavior before and you know if she is spending a little bit more time with jay then uh, you know i um, <sighs> I'm not completely ruling it out, but yeah, I'm not buying it either. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think this might unravel this, Dave, because I think his his cool cat approach with Jay wasn't what he was really thinking. I think he's just done it to try and look like the good guy and he's backfired on him, if I'm being honest. If he's genuinely into it, I think he's, he's dropped a bollock, to be honest. No, I still, I don't think there is anything there. I think what... I find interesting is like the advice that Paige is getting to like go and explore other relationships and or make sure you give Jay more time. You know, he's, he has pictures. So, you know, you, you need to invest that time. I, I kind of think, why? 
know, <laughs> if she's not, if she's got all her eggs in the Jack's basket, why bother with Jay? All right, he's picked her. So fucking what? It's Love Island. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, I just find that advice a little bit weird. Um, but then it does throw a little bit of a spanner in the works. And she did she did have some decent conversations with, with Jay that made me think, oh, you know, could something happen here? But no, I, I just think that they'll probably end up back together after this week. I do as well. Now, Dave, we've had two emails, so uh, I'm going to quickly give a read of them. So we've had one from Neve, who's a message before, so welcome back, Neve. Hi, lads. Loving the episodes this season for Love Island UK. Just listen to the most recent episode and have some thoughts. I agree with you both that Tasha was in the wrong. I think the crux of why she's so wrong as opposed to the likes of Paige and Davide is twofold. Firstly, she made promises, declarations of intent to Andrew. Things like, if you were voted out, I'd leave with you, which is a big statement in there, as we know. Paige and Davide have always said they weren't settled and that's why they get away with it. Secondly, I think Tasha is concerned with how she's being perceived. It's almost like she knows or thinks that people don't like her and Andrew since they were voted amongst the least popular has decided it's Andrew's fault, but doesn't have the guts to end things with Andrew. Also love the way Charlie led Tasha to believe he was going to pick her and she was safe to let Andrew know and they then didn't. That's very true. Tasha clearly has the ick with Andrew when he was rubbing her face in bed, but needs him as a safety net until he has a concrete other option, until she has a concrete other option. On the subject of Luca, he's the biggest agitator, shitster in there and gets involved in everyone's situations. <laughs> he seems to draw Damien to make him seem more credible, but he just can't help himself. He's given me major Curtis Pritchard vibes. Also, I'd love to hear your thoughts about the show has treated Danica. I think she's totally fucked over. She didn't get half the fanfare over her entrance, that Ant- Antigonia, whatever she's called, and Charlie got and always ends up at the at the bottom of the pile. They seem to be making a bit of a fool of her and I don't think it's fair. Anyway, lads, keep up the great work, Neve. So I thought that we never saw Danica at all other than one, I think she did a little speech when they were having a drink and that was it tonight. Yeah. Yeah, she's been totally cut out, hasn't she? She she will be the next one out there. 100%. Um, yeah, she's just getting no airtime at all. I think... There was a girl last season, and I'm struggling to remember who it was, but I seem to remember that someone came in, girl came in, and she had a choice of two. And then she opted for someone who, and there was no chemistry there, but then there were two shit options. And then the next minute, she was voted out. I I think she wins the prize for the most fucked over in any season. I think. With Danica, it's just unfortunate. She's chosen Luca, and Luca's, you know, only got eyes for Gemma, and I'm going to come back to that one. But so, and then she's sort of tried to have these other conversations with the other guys, and, you know, she had that thing with Davide, and then he weirdly just didn't pick her after snogging her, just to stop the conversation, I think it was, <laughs> you know, when yeah. they had that kiss. But um, and then he picked Antigone, and it's just all a bit strange. So, it, so it is a bit shit for uh, for Danica, but I do think she is out there. But the thing I was going to say, Chris. So last night, I kind of said that um, they only found out these were his words. They only found out on day two or three who's who Gemma's dad was. Ah, right. They never show. So they all know. They all mm. know. And I think you know this whole thing about uh, you know Luca and his 
his influencer um, aspirations and whatever. It just it puts that doubt in my mind now. So the producers have definitely been keeping it from us. Any kind of conversations about him, maybe that's written into the contract, Chris. Yeah, who knows? Um, but yeah, you th- you're thinking, you know, Luca being so possessive is that really him, or or is that you know his career? I think the career stuff, Dave. That make more sense why he's making sure he's got he's got a safe bet there, Ronnie, with Gemma. Because she's going to get OK magazine deals and everything after this, definitely. Whatever happens, yeah. because of her dad, he'll he'll and whoever she's with, she'll obviously have a good management people behind her. She's probably she's probably a couple of steps ahead of the people who are in there. They might think they got representation. But I'm sure that oh, yeah. Michael Owen will have put her in the best places and stuff. So there's probably stuff in place. And it was fair enough. That's the way it works. You know what I mean? It's part of the part of the show. At the end of the day, isn't it? So, um, yeah. But Dave, yeah. another email from our friend Julie. Yep. Um, she's put, hi guys. So first of all, thank you for reading out my email last time re- regarding watching the circle. It made my day. Also, oh, sorry for asking you to watch the circle because it ended up being boredom central. I agree with that. Let's talk Love Island. I must say after a few years of total damp squibs, <laughs> this series has really been bringing it again. My thoughts are Jack and Paige don't believe a word he says. He's telling Paige what she wants to hear. He'll make moves and cast her more. Luca and Gemma, she's completely shocked me by actually seeming like one of the most normal, balanced people in there. I like Luca, but he's after his meal ticket with her. I can of revealed an after some, which you said tonight, that they knew about her dad after day two. Also, can't, can't quite work out why it's not being mentioned. Tasha and Andrew, she's absolutely mm. messing with his head. I think he loves her and she's going along with it. She's turning her head in Casa 100%. Love David A and Ekinsu. I think the reality radar is right with this one, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Darth Hayden, no. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks for your dedication with this. Enjoy listening to the Not Everyday Podcast every day. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Keep up the good work, Julie from Glasgow. A class email again, Dave. Another great one. That's brilliant. And the, this, it's like a cult following now. This this radar thing. <laughs> I'm sure you'd want to put an N in, in the cult, Dave. But anyway, take the L out. But there you go. Um, so <laughs> big thank you to everyone again, guys. We're going into the halfway stage of this week. So massive, massive thank you. If you want to support us, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast.gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast. So today's roll call of honor is. Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lou the Green, Lauren Haley, Hennessy Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Tom, Zoe, and Kristen. So welcome, Kristen. Welcome all our new Patreons. Thank you so much, guys. It's so nice. Get over to Kristen Day's Reality TV cast. We have well over 200 members now. Thank you to everyone who's joined. And I saw a nice post today, Dave, for welcoming all our new followers. So thank you, guys. Get involved in a conversation. We're all good, friendly people, and it's all brilliant. Just talk about reality TV. Awesome. Uh, we're into, is this the fourth week, Chris? Yes. I think it is, isn't it? So we must be coming up to Casa soon. Maybe, maybe it's a Friday tease or something. But uh, it is going quite quickly this season, I have to say. It is, because it's good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're not used to this. (laughs) Awesome, mate. Well, thank you very much for that. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye.